Hey, AJ, did you finish that uh, No Man's Sky expedition? I'm very, very close. <laughs> I saw Nick. I got a little interrupted last night while I was working on it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, but I, but I got it. I'm on the last uh, phase of it. I'm on f- phase five of it, so I'm very close. I can taste my sandworm. It's so close. You can taste your sandworm. Now, do you eat that shit yes. raw, like sushi, or is it something you got to fry up, get air fry action going on? You, you, you just freebase it. You freebase the sandworm. <laughs> All right, man, let's get the show started. Let go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here, 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. If you're watching this right now, right now, not later right now, but right now you're watching it live like a good little kitty should. Uh, But if you don't want to watch us, of course, you can always listen to us over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or streaming services of your choice. So make sure you do that if that's the kind of thing you want to do. But I personally couldn't do this. Without looking at AJ's pretty face over here, AJ from the Underground PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, game? Gatos! Happy Wednesday, happy Hump Day, and we are here, Brian, to hump you full of all the PSVR news you need to know about and enjoy in your sweet PSVR goodness. I didn't know. I didn't know PSVR news came in liquid form. Uh, man. It's been awesome, man. How you doing? I, I've been having a lot of fun, and uh, I will answer that. <laughs> no. um, yeah, how's it going? It, it's good, man. Good. Been busy. Uh, lots of uh, lots of reviews to get taken care of. Uh, things are about to heat up with like Windlands Two and Baby Hands next week. So want to make sure we're all caught up and ready to go. I had a little bit of a delay on my Yuki review because I discovered like a new gameplay mechanic they don't talk about in the tutorial, and like I kind of love it a little bit more than I did before. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that my review reflected that. Uh, so I spent some more time playing and capturing new footage, and I'll have that. Um, that review up tomorrow. I think the last time on Gamescast, I said it would be like a high seven, like seven, 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 eight, seven, nine. It's yeah. easily 8.0 now. Uh, Yuki's a, Yuki's a really, really fun game. Way to pull through Yuki. Good job. Yuki. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Grizzly Bear King with a $5 tip in the chat says, take my money. Well, thank you so much, Grizzly Bear King. We appreciate that. Uh, you can have some words in response. AJ, how have you been doing, man? What have you been playing? I have been great. Uh, as I said, uh, you know, we, uh, I played some No Man's Sky, got back into that, and that expedition has just been such a blast. I can't wait to finish it, get my sandworm. The other thing I've been playing, Brian, yeah. um, so has been a lot of dreams, and I've been talking about a lot of dreams lately because, quite frankly, dreams has been some of, if not the best VR gaming I have done recently, and... Uh, I posted this thing on Reddit, uh, I think yesterday, last night, Mm -hmm. and it's a collection that I've made. I'm posting a link in the chat now. Um, I'm posting it as many places as I can, and Reddit really uh, responded well to this. And, you know, when you're you're in your – when you're browsing Dreams, you can see how many people are playing. And uh, this Reddit post got almost 200 upvotes. It's at like 197 or something. And – and I saw all these people going in and playing, and I saw all the games in my collection that I created. Uh, these are all hand-picked games, only the best of the best PSVR games. And I just see them start lighting up with players. And that made me so happy. And the, the one game I want to spotlight this week, the dream of the week, last time was Pressure, which I think people would really are really getting their minds blown because how it looks. It looks really realistic in a way. It looks kind of like it looks a lot like Bioshock or you know like one of those underwater facility games like Soma. This week, I'd like to highlight Digital Chaos RPG, which is this super badass RPG. You know we don't get a lot of RPGs in uh, in VR, and I think. You know, I don't. I don't know why. Um, I guess people are still figuring out basic core concepts of like you know immersive technology, like interacting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta shout out this game because I have. I feel like I haven't played a VR game in so long that has 
you know, uh, armor, weapons, like statistics for, for those items as you pick them up. Um, it's an action RPG, and uh, it, it's huge. I'm, I'm halfway through the game, and I'm over two hours in. So, and it's got, like, enemy variety. I mean, everything from, like, skeletons that you start out fighting that are, like, basic to later there's, like, these, like, it's like a pirate cove with, like, a beach and, um, and like, these, like, kraken monsters that fight you. And this is very uh, Dark Souls or Souls-influenced as well as a little bit of Final Fantasy-influenced. So just had to give a shout-out to this game. If you haven't yet, you got to go check out Digital Chaos RPG as well as the rest of the collection and just really thank you to everybody who's going in there supporting those. Make sure you give them a thumbs up um, and follow the dreams and, uh, you know, support these creators because they are doing God's work right now. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like when you see a game like this, you really start to realize like just not that we didn't know already, but just it kind of lets people understand just how deep you can get with dreams. It's not a simple, you know, third person platformer creator or a simple first person shooter creator. You can get really, really deep with this stuff and and this kind of shit. I was watching you play. uh, You were streaming it today. uh, I was streaming in the Discord some and I was I was showing off. like there's like a Simpsons Call of Duty zombie where you play as like uh, Homer Simpsons and it's like the Call of Duty zombie structure and yeah. I love it. You get hit by a zombie and he's like, "Don't!" and it's so great. Yeah, when games when games that are being made in dreams uh, for PSVR look better and play better and are just way more fun than shit yeah. that we're actually paying for in the PlayStation Store for VR. Yeah. Uh, that says a whole lot. I mean, it says less about the games that are coming out and more about the games uh, that people are able to make. Um, that just a Huge, huge creative uh, tool set. Yeah, if you don't own Dreams, man, you're missing out on one of the best reasons to own a PlayStation 5 and a PSVR. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. All right, man. Well, uh, we got a full show ahead of us, so uh, let's let's get the ball rolling here and talk about the uh, the Game Awards, man. They just announced the nominees uh, for the uh, for the VR Game of the Year, um, December 9th, guys. Uh, make sure make sure you get over there to the Game Awards website and vote for your pick uh, for. For the game you think should win the VR of the VR game of the year category, AJ, what were the nominees? The nominees for best game award in the VR category are Hitman Three, Lone Echo Two, Sniper Elite VR, I Expect You to Die Two, and Resident Evil Four VR. I feel like I picked the right person to to read that off <laughs> i was gonna do it but it wasn't gonna be nearly that theatric i'm warming up i'm getting ready you know it's award season nice okay so what's your choice let's let's easy question first what's your choice what are you voting for well it's not an easy question because my easy choice is song in the smoke brian as i saw you as well yep. uh you were saying that on twitter and and i am totally there with you um so this is the thing is that i went with hitman 3 um I don't think, you know, Sniper Elite was fun. It's yeah. not game of the year material. I Expect You to Die 2 was really good, and I'm and I'm kind of rooting for that one as well. I've played Resident Evil 4, and uh, I it's nothing wrong with the port, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with the quality of the port. I just don't think I'm the biggest Resident Evil 4 fan um, out of all the Resident Evils. It just, it just doesn't do it for me. That being said, I completely expect that one to win. Um, And I'll tell you what. I usually like going for the underdogs. Now, I know absolutely nothing about Lone Echo 2, Mm -hmm. but I'm secretly... So my pick is Hitman 3, but I will say, after all the things I've heard, I'm secretly kind of going for Lone Echo 2, just because I feel like it went under the radar a little bit, and and I like to root for the... uh, the these games the underdog yeah uh yeah but we we were definitely uh up in arms about song in the smoke uh but yeah it seemed like everybody as soon as i posted that everyone's like uh you know nathy and vr grid who's in the chat right now was like what about demio and uh it sounds like right. that was a, another one that was hugely overlooked uh for for this award ceremony um I voted for Hitman, uh, and you know, obviously, it has a lot to do with Hitman. It also has a lot to do with what it unlocks and it allows you to play Hitman One and Two. Uh, I just think it's like you don't get these AAA experiences uh, on forget about PSVR, but just VR period very often. Um, and so, I just want to, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I need to 
Yes, I love indie devs. Yes, I always root for the underdogs. But more than anything else, I want to scream from the rooftops, we need more AAA experiences in VR, right? And, yeah. and amazing that IO Interactive did the, the great job that they did. They really did. You know, minus the move support. That that's If it had move support, it wouldn't even be close. Right. Um, VR Grid says Lone Echo 2 is good, but not Game of the Year good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, so Hitman 3, my pick. Uh, and uh, I hope it wins. But <laughs> all you are is history. Says stop making cutscenes flat in VR games. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Agree, man. Stop <laughs> ripping us out of the action so that we can watch something on a flat screen. I was got Professor yeah. Lilith with the five dollar tip, reminding us that this Sunday, November twenty first, two p.m. Eastern, Bullet Roulette. Holy crap, man! This is this is the uh, wow. multiplayer game of the week. Now I haven't I haven't participated in the multiplayer games every week uh, for a while now because I've just been busy. Yeah. It seems to come around right at the time where I need to get get other shit done. But Bullet Roulette sounds like a good time to jump into for an hour or so and just shoot the shit with some people. Uh, Professor Loth also mentions that Wild Hour 7108 begins an, uh, an Aussie New Zealand time zone weekly multiplayer starting next week. Details will be on the Discord. That is amazing. That is awesome that we're getting people from uh, different time zones to be able to run these different events uh, so that everyone can be involved. Um, but yeah, man, like definitely if you want to get in on Bullet Roulette uh, this Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, Make sure you join Discord. Join Discord anyway, man. That's where we all hang out. That's where the fun happens. That's where the giveaways happen. That's where the question of the day happens. That's where all the news happens. That's where the release schedule is. That's probably other stuff, too. I forget. Well, Brian, Hmm. the next news story involves an event that we were looking forward to, and it happened, and that is the PS Talents update. And we saw a brand new look and got some new details at Do Not Open. Uh, which was a horror game that was supposed to come out on Halloween, was delayed for several reasons. Um, and, yeah, what yeah. do you think? I mean, first of all, before anything else, this new trailer that's showing here, it's obviously not the VR footage. It's, you know, crystal clear or whatever. But it's new footage, and it looks awesome. Like, this is this looks like a game that I cannot wait to fucking play, man. Like, it's, I mean, obviously it's a horror game. But I don't know. Like, everything about this just, like, says you can't wait to play this brian you can't wait to do it um so i love that they revealed some new gameplay all the stuff that led up to this even though there was a four minute video um that led up to this and i was still like i don't think i really understand uh what's going on here in this short little one minute video gives me feels like gives me a little bit of better, better understanding of what kind of puzzles to expect and you know the like what the different rooms look like this shows a lot of variety and a lot of detail um so i mean what do you think of the trailer man it looks fantastic right well, it looks good, but here's the thing is that it looks like it's – so from the information that I have, it's Perp Games is publishing the PS5 version? Yeah. But uh, but is it not the PS4 version? Do you know? There's got to be some weird kind of deals when it comes to publishing a PS4 game over a PS5 game or vice versa or whatever. Or, or, or is there a point of publishing a PS4 version of something right now like especially when this game isn't scheduled to launch right now like this yeah the, the new it does re- say it they did say a psvr version in the future though from what i saw from one of the tweets uh, a physical psvr version in the future um something like that yes okay yeah because i mean it should be launching on all platforms simultaneously we should be getting the ps4 ps5 and psvr version all at the exact same time and that new release window is now mid 2022 uh and the PS5 is Mid a new addition to this. Like the PS5 skews a new addition. Um, so I'm sure the PS4 and uh, PSVR versions have been in the works the longest. Um, yeah, yeah me, that's great, man. Anytime we see Perp publishing something we're actually interested in, because they had a run where they just published a lot of garbage. They're kind of still in that run, I think. Um, unfortunately, they got they get stuck with Gravitational, which is just not really fun at all, and uh, plenty of other games uh, that just yeah, haven't so, like, had a lot of interest. Here's the tweet. Perp Games are thrilled to be publishing the PS5 version of Do Not Open. Mm. But then it says there is also a PSVR version coming as well. Uh, Our friends at PS Talents revealed the terrifying news on their showcase. So, uh, I don't know. They seem, seem, yeah, it's worded strangely. And it seems like they're being very specific about publishing the PS5 version. Which and, and that's kind of what I got from this footage was that I don't see like any VR stuff. I it looks like the PS5 version. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know. Um, but there is a confirmed PSVR version, and that's the one I care about right now. 
this seems this seems like a weird game to start drawing a line in the sand and being like, no, you have to buy the PS5 and PS4 versions separately. It seems like there's usually right, a free right. PS5 upgrade. Uh, I don't expect that this is going to be or different. a digital PS4 version with the PS5 one. Right, right, exactly. Right. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But some of the news that came along with this was really interesting. Uh, we, we'd heard rumors of this before, but it's now confirmed uh, that Agus Gonzalez Lancharo is getting composer credit. Um, now this is somebody who's been involved in a lot of big blockbuster uh, action movies like Captain America Winter Soldier, World War Z, Pacific Rim. Uh, for- Pacific Rim, baby! I love Pacific Rim. That was such a good time. <laughs> some of my friends some of my friends hated that movie. I loved it. I was like, I came to the theater to see giant robots fighting giant lizards, and I got that, and I was very happy. All right. Well, I'm I'm happy for you because apparently the soundtrack stood out to you. Uh, and uh, and I don't know if I mean obviously we don't know if this this guy is the composer of the main themes of those movies, but he's involved. He's credited with you know with the sound with the soundtracks for those movies, and so they got a big name who's uh, obviously very capable. And as we know, sound is super crazy important in a uh, in VR games and any games really, but but a soundtrack. Uh, can really, really add to the tension in the atmosphere. Uh, so we'll see if uh, he's up to the task on this. I think this is this is great news. A um, little strange, I think, that we're just getting a mid-2022 release window, like that it got delayed out of ho- like an exact date of Halloween uh, 2021. It now is just sometime in the middle of next year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well, all right. Well, in super surprising news, Brian, yesterday... The Exorcist Legion VR had a brand new announcement, and there is a lot of things to discuss about this, isn't there? I mean, yeah. <laughs> for for a teaser trailer that literally doesn't show any, not even a single second of gameplay, there is a lot to talk about here. Uh, this teaser came out, uh, it's called the, the, the Exorcist Legion VR SIN, and SIN stands for Safety in Numbers. And this yes. is a full-fledged, not, it's not a not DLC, it's not an expansion or anything else. This is an actual sequel to The Exorcist Legion VR. Uh, and it is, dun-dun-dun, co-op multiplayer. Yeah, that is super cool. That is the big surprise here. Exorcist Legion is getting a co-op sequel. And that is the first thing to uh, kind of break down, unpack... I think I think what's happening here mm-hmm. is that developers. I think pe- some people saw the success of Phasmophobia, yep. and and I think this is a really smart move on on the Exorcist part um, because my my this is my little theory, if you will. I think that ho- not a lot of people play horror games by themselves because they're too scary. Yep. And I think this is a great way to start getting people to play horror games because you get to do it with friends. You don't have to feel like you're alone. Yep. You get some a game to play co-op. You get to laugh and, and scream with your friends, and, and it becomes more of a like memorable, fun kind of a, a memory. And so I only feel like there's some good things about this. However... I am not sure how they plan to make this work. Like, is one person going to be holding him down? The other person going to be like holding a cross over him and sh- and chanting <laughs> Latin? Uh, or, uh, but yeah, I have no idea how it's going to work. Obviously, because we haven't seen any gameplay or anything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I but, think I think this is going to look shockingly similar to Phasmophobia. I think we're going to see a lot of the same gameplay mechanics. There's it's crazy how many things worked. In Phasmophobia, if you've ever watched somebody play, if you've ever played it yourself, um, I've actually just watched a lot of people play it, especially over on our Discord. I remember there was a while where Sonic and a bunch of other people were playing it. Um, and yeah, and like go, going in and being able to have like different abilities and, and, and tracking the the ghost, or I guess to hear the demon uh, around a specific area and, you know, working together to kind of uh, figure out how to trap that, you know, whether it be photography, whether it be uh, holy water. I mean, there's just all these different things that you can implement in. Uh, and like identify it first, identify yeah. it first and then, you know, make the next move. I see. Did you find it interesting that they didn't specify how many people this will be multiplayer? Because Phasmophobia, right. I believe, uh, I'll have to look this up, but I think it's four-player 
online yeah. multiplayer. And so this would be a little weird if it was just two people. It would feel like immediately just uh, this isn't what we're going for. It's called safety in numbers. You'd think there better be at least three people uh, to play this. That's with. true. That's true. Going, now that you put it that way, I see what you mean. Um, but my initial thought was co-op because I just I just don't know. It's not it's not like an you're action game. Like after co-op? The, is that what you're thinking? I, I was thinking that. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea, but but I was thinking that because that's typically in the movies you see two people and and with the way we've seen this game this IP designed in the past, it's not there's not usually a crowd of people that go and do perform an exorcism. Um, but who knows? Uh, there could be there could be I'd say anywhere from two to four. No more than four. Well, it's actually one to four. As uh, Braxbro in the chat says, uh, Phasmophobia also has a single-player mode, which makes it even scarier. Mm. This also can be played single-player. So just because you, if you yeah, don't happen did. to like uh, multiplayer, you can absolutely play this single-player, uh, which I think would be fun the first time through. Like the same conversation I had with myself and all of you about After the Fall. Um, kind of want to play through myself just to get as many scares as possible and then play through again with people just to you know, really get that social aspect of it. So another surprise with this is that it's not being developed by Wolf and Wood, instead by Pocket Money Games. Now this is this is very interesting because not only is it you know it's it's published by Fun Train, the same people who published the last one, um, but but it's the, the strangest part about this isn't that it's not being developed by Wolf and Wood. It's that Wolf and Wood didn't even know this was a thing until the announcement. They re, they retweeted yep. and said, we had no part of this. We didn't write anybody. We didn't know this was happening until you guys all knew this was happening. Um, so it sounds like there's a, you know, there's a little bit of bad blood going on between developer and publisher over there. Mm, um, maybe. I mean, at this point, I think there would be. be like, hey, you just took this out of our hands. You didn't even ask our opinion. You didn't let us in. Let us know that it was even happening. Uh, I think that's... Yep. It's kind of a weird move. Um, it's also a bit of a weird move to put somebody like Pocket Money Games on it, who is developing the uh, upcoming Twilight Zone games. Twilight Zone. But I guess that I wonder if we'll have to have to judge that by that at all. Yeah, I mean, if one sucks, the other one. I don't have high hopes for the other. Right? We we know Wolf and Wood is competent. Uh, we don't know if they're competent to make a multiplayer game, uh, right? Because I think everything we've played by them so far has been single player. Um, so. I don't know, man. Like, so I'm super excited about this announcement because, hey, it's like the more games like this out there, the better. Um, but at the same time, it's like I, I just don't know what to expect uh, in terms of yep. quality. So, we'll so see finally, Brian. Yeah. Uh, this game is coming in 2022. They said uh, when they announced it, they said it's coming next year. And we have they they have said uh, PSVR one. Um, and they specifically, uh, I saw you and Hasib Mirza mm-hmm. having a little a bit of a conversation under, in the tweets, um, shout out to Sniper Jones and, uh, and they, the exorcist account left our hashtag that we made and put hashtag NGVR, which is next gen VR. And, uh, yeah, so they basically told us that this we can expect this to be coming to PSVR two or PS five VR as well. So that's Exciting. super cool. Because because I mean, as somebody in the chat, uh, it was Braxbro again. No offense to Wolf and Wood, but I'm glad I'm glad because it doesn't seem like this would work with their control scheme. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like let's just I just I just want to play this on PSVR two. I, I I do if I'm going to run around and and be terrified with friends. Uh, now I want my analog sticks, man, and I, or I want a more con- traditional control scheme with the current moves. And I, you know, yeah. Wolf and Wood seems very, very intent on holding on to their control scheme, which I'm not a fan of. Um, yeah, so I, I, and the, and if this and and you know, even the first game, even Exorcist Legion, looked pretty stunning at times. Yeah. Um, and and so this on a next gen system. Uh, man, yeah, really exciting stuff here. But it, it, PSVR it, and PSVR two, yeah, and I, and I don't, I don't really expect at this point. Like, I think Sony's going to be uh, betting a lot on cross platform play for PS4 VR, PS5 VR, flat screen potentially um, PS4 flat screen PS5, and having all of those ecosystems play together. And I think that's where the multiplayer is going to come from. I, I, I would be very surprised if we saw cross platform with like the Quest gamers out there. I, I, we'll we'll see how this all goes down, though, uh, especially as they start talking more about next gen VR. Yep. Well, something that's not awesome, Brian. God damn it! 
<laughs> you know, I almost forgot to add this to the show because I unconsciously didn't want to talk about it anymore. Um, but <laughs> oh. we do need to talk about Rhythm of the Universe, Ionia, which came out, uh, which didn't make its release date last month. But, but then, Dude, uh, this game, the release date, uh, it came out on like other platforms. Yeah. And then they just went silent. And and like that was weird. Like we've that rarely happens that a game is like PSVR, it's coming out, and and then like yeah, the day comes and it's just like oops, whoops, sorry. Like right. like literally the minute after it was supposed to launch, uh, we were told that it'd be coming in a later date. So they decided to stealth drop it on Tuesday at midnight, um, and uh, yeah, turns out it's terrible <laughs> i mean so terrible so terrible oh. you know like I, the, the one thing i want to get out of the way first is that uh this game was sort of being marketed as a beautiful audio visual experience uh and they nailed half of that pretty much That's um right they get the the audio is good but but honestly like if 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 your selling point was that this is going to be beautiful and it's kind of ugly like even the big areas, like there's a point where you grab onto uh, this little rail thing that kind of like sends you through the environment, and it's supposed to be like, oh, look at this big fucking vast open area that you just got into, yeah. and look how stunning it is, and the music swells, and it's like, oh, and you and you, but, but really, what happens in PlayStation VR, contrary to the PC version, <laughs> is it goes out and you're like. Oh, look, it's big and open and still really fucking drab and boring. Like, it just doesn't have any impact whatsoever. Everything about this game is wrong. Minus the soundtrack. I'll give it the soundtrack. Everything else is about worst case scenario. The game starts up and and it's uh, it's a flat. 2D cutscene mm-hmm. that looked good, but it's a 2D cutscene with like the cinema screen. Yeah. And then the game starts up, and like I can immediately tell that this is like maybe even like a Quest One port yeah. that was just basically brought over and like not touched. All the lighting, it's similar to like Layers of Fear when that came out. Yeah. All the lighting, all the textures, Gone. all all the good looking things, which granted, like, or which like. The one thing we heard about this game from the from our PC VR friends was that like, oh, it's visually stunning, um, and yeah, all of that just the life sucked out of it, and then it gets worse. I mean, the settings you mentioned this in your review, the settings right away. <sighs> there's no smooth turning option. Um, there's uh there and then the the full locomotion Ugh. is like slow as hell. It I mean, I you basically oh, so I was basically teleporting and click turning through this entire thing. Um and then, you know, there's like I I tried to find anything that was good and I just couldn't. There's <laughs> vines that you can climb up and when you start climbing, I wasn't able to turn. Were you able to turn oh, while no, climbing? No, no. no, you're stuck. Yeah, you can't you can't use the turn buttons while climbing. So it's so poorly designed and and ported over. It is garbage. And it's so terrible because the thing that makes me the most mad here is like I saw potential here for an actual like decent experience. And it was $15. And I was like, ah, like all it had to do was just smooth out the gameplay that it had and, and look good. And it couldn't even do that, and it was incredibly disappointing. Um, and it was just so bad. It looks god awful. Like it looks so bad. The geometry of stuff, um, awful, awful. But, but you know what? It, it, like the fact is, is like I think the the environments look really nice on the trailers that we've seen on for the PC version. But like I really don't even yeah. like the character designs, and nah. the voice acting is terrible. And just listening, they're listening to them talk and. Jeremy, look, it's a GameCat butthole. Right with the $5 tip in the chat. It says, thanks for playing this BS so we don't have to. Hashtag stop with the BS, BS VR games. Uh, yeah, please, please. Yeah. It's it's just not They're going to happen from time to time. It's going to happen from time to time yeah. that we get some crappy games. And, you know, it's it just happens. There's no, it's inevitable. It's just it's just really disappointing when this had a lot of promise. And, and I love how you look at the – 
store page mm-hmm. and like you look at the description of the game and it and it does and it says like usually games will be like embark on an adventure blah 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 this says like 10 percent of proceeds go to the wildlife warriors right. i'm like dude i would have rather just paid the wildlife warriors like five ten bucks or whatever instead of having to play this now you've you've hurt the cause you've wasted my time on top of this uh so it's not it's not a in good faith that we receive this uh gatorade 23 the h2 of despising game cat the ten dollar tip thank you says i remember a time in my life when roughly seven out of ten games i bought sucked due to false advertising or lack thereof what i'm trying to say is thanks uh thanks for saving me money on crap yeah, man, it's a, it, it's I rough, really and uh, you know. But the thing is, the thing is, is I, I don't want to, sh- I don't want to shit on this game specifically for being a bad port, right? Because I feel like even if the locomotion worked properly, which it doesn't work properly on PC VR, we already had West from, uh, uh, from Virtual Strangers confirm this. The is when you're walking around, you still need to teleport occasionally to walk to go up and down stairs. You still need to teleport to like get yourself into a position. There's just invisible walls everywhere that you need to teleport through to go to a desired node to node area. Um, and so, so really, even if this worked perfectly, and even if it was beautiful, I st- man, I still don't think this would be more than a four or five. Like it's just it's just so boring, and the and the voiceovers are irritating and the story isn't <laughs> good and the whole and the time, puzzles the puzzles are just so simple the puzzle thank god for the puzzles though because it's the only time you get to do something <laughs> yeah well i was like i thought that yeah it can't get one thing right because i thought the i was like oh at least you have you know it's move supported at least you grab and climb and stuff yeah. that was bad because you can't turn while you're climbing so you're like having to like climb backwards and you can't see the entire view of anything it's i've never seen anything like this before i've never seen a game do this before that was so built from the ground up for vr yet so (laughs) horrible for vr i mean each little section you know you hit the ground and it's like black screen yeah and you can't turn any of this off you cannot you can set it to the lowest possible setting um it's inexcusable that we are what five years into like VR being, you know, on the like v- the start of VR, I would say, and that a game this late in the in the VR cycle to just get so many things wrong. Um, and we knew when this game entered development. I mean, it it was uh, it was a couple years ago we started following this game, yeah. um, and so like it, it just five minutes long. It's forty-five it's, minutes. Like it's and it's, it's forty-five minutes I'm, long. I, I almost don't want to put that's that in a negative thing. column. Yeah, because I, I know. just don't want to play it anymore. When the credits finally rolled, I was like, "Thank you. That's that's all I want to play. Fucking let's get this yeah. over with. This is terrible." Um, no, I was very happy that this was only forty-five minutes. If this was any longer, I'd claw my eyeballs out. Yeah, uh, Shen Miazo and Shen Miazo in the chat. Well, I'm not sure if I've ever said that out loud. With the five quid says, <laughs> "If hybrid takes off on NGVR, you'll never have to cover crap like this again. You'll be spoiled yeah. for choice." Oh God, dude! If that's you know, hmm. yeah. I agree because look, here's the thing: when I just at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned Dreams and how amazing it is, mm-hmm. and you know, I gave a list of my collection, a, a game to go check out, and that's what I'm finding here has been the reason these games I'm discovering are so special is that these are incredible games being built for flat screen and then imported over to VR. And because of that, you get these core game mechanics that are just, we're used to, you get these, um, you, you get these stunning visuals. I mean, games in dreams are way better than this game in every single way possible and you don't even have to pay for them they look better they play better they're more fun they have better voice acting for for god's sake uh these are just independent gamers making these things and they are better um and so yeah i think the i think you're absolutely right i think the the hybrid solution uh, especially when we have those sweet orbs. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, that's going to make everything a lot easier because I think the hybrid situation would, has not worked as gracefully as it should have this gen um, because we're limited to DualShock and limited to moves and limited to the PS4 hardware. So, yeah, that's going to be something that is going to be much easier to do next gen, and it's going to be sweet. In response to uh, Gatorade's tweet, um Dan Kiefer says they save us money, but sometimes they also get us to buy a mortal legacy. 
<laughs> uh, you're welcome. By comparison, Immortal Legacy is a 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> by comparison, whew, man. Uh, Wolverazza with the $2 tip says, appreciate the honesty in your reviews. Bravo. Thank you very much, uh, Wolverazza. Thank appreciate you, Wolverazza. you being here. Dark Angel with the $5 tip says, Mew, some milk for your soul. And I think nobody would appreciate that milk for the soul more than, <gasps> who's a good kitty? Who's a, oh, who's a good, that's right. Oh, you so much, Tornado. Oh. She doesn't get enough love over here. She doesn't get to be on camera all that often. Um, yeah, man. So this is a this is a big big zero. I mean, it's a I gave it a, what a two point five, but it, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a one or two or three. It's it, don't buy it, man. Uh, there's no patch that's going to save this one, unfortunately. Um, let's go, Mad Max, the Metaverse game cat uh, with two dollar tip says looks like Tarzan two LOL, the cyberpunk of VR, dude. I, I Tarzan is so much better than this game, so much better. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's night and day. I can't even believe. Like that were, yeah, that I that I love Tarzan compared to this game, and I should never say that uh, I love Tarzan. Alberto, my palm, the game gato says. I've just noticed in the trailers it says VR series, so they intend on releasing more of this. Yeah, Ryan, what do you think the odds of them making a second one of these are? Well, th- so there's supposed to be DLC for this one that they're giving us for free. That that's what it sounds like. Okay, um, okay. but but the series as a whole, yes, it's supposed to be one of many many uh, Rhythm of the Universe games. It's supposed to be Rhythm of the Universe. Blah blah blah. Like the, at the very end, there's a. There was a big stone tablet that said Rhythm of the Universe, something else. Um, so it's like obviously like a tease for right. the next game. Uh, right. So is, I mean, is it going to happen? I mean, not not if it doesn't sell, right? I mean, that any any business any business out there it doesn't matter if they're a game developer or they make products for you to buy in a store. Or it doesn't matter, man. Uh, if it doesn't sell, they're not going to keep making it. Uh, and so I, I I highly doubt that this one is going to see a sequel. Uh, maybe not even get the free DLC. Jamie out with a $2 tip says, talk about Ubisoft in Division VR. My nips are soft. I think that is a good transition. <laughs> it is time to talk about a little Ubisoft because cause hot damn, um, it sounds like Ubisoft could very well uh, be talking about PlayStation VR 2 games very soon. Uh, They're up to some things over there, aren't they? They sure are. Um, one of the things that they... Um, um, hold on a second. What's uh no that's not it. <laughs> Hold on one second. I promise. Uh what what's a good what's what's a good uh Werewolves Within. There we go. Ah damn it. I knew I was gonna whatever trailer. I still I need to see that movie. I, I'm, oh, I'm I watched it. Did I tell that you that? Movie. No, it's good. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway. I mean, if it was a comedy and you enjoyed it, I'll <clears> take that as like it's the greatest movie ever. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, you know, it's it, it felt like a movie that like should have come out uh, around the time like that Goonies did. It felt like a movie that was like ripped straight out of that era. Like it just never came out and like just recently got released. Um, it, it, it feels good if you like those kind of movies from that era. Then yeah, you'll love this. Um, nice. <clears throat> okay, so so here here's here's where this story starts. Um, the story starts with uh, an with an email that a lot of gamers got. It was a survey yeah. from Ubisoft, and it was all about VR. Now, I went through the survey, and they asked the typical things like your gender, your age, um, and they start going into, uh, have you played VR games? Do you own a headset? Which one? They give you a list to select from, and then like the, the rest of the uh, survey is tailored toward those headsets. Um, it says, how many hours do you play in flat screen? How many hours do you play in VR? Uh, how many games do you buy every year for flat? And how many games do you buy every year for VR? How long are your average VR sessions? Uh, how long have you owned your headsets? Uh, how many total hours have you played VR? I had to click the 500 plus button. I was like, there's no like 2,000. There's no 50,000. I, I don't even know. I didn't do the math. And then, <laughs> then it starts asking questions like, where do you play? This is when it starts getting interesting, I think. It says, where, where do you play VR? You know, it says, do you have a dedicated space? Is it in your bedroom? Is it your living room? Big area? Whatever. Um, how happy are you with your headsets? How interested are you in buying these headsets? And then it says PSVR 2, Quest 3. It says, you know, like, name subject to change or whatever. Um, and I think under the Quest 3, it said, you know, expected to be revealed or something. Like, they didn't want to, like, go and say, hey, we know this is happening. Um, but it, right. but, they, but under PSVR 2, they didn't say that at all. It just said PSVR 2. You know, which Interesting. <laughs> we, we know PSVR 2 is happening. They announced it in February. You know, it's an official right, thing. Right, but yeah, right. But still, it's funny that they didn't say name might change or something. They just called it PSVR 2. Right. 
Um, right. What type of gaming experiences are you most looking forward to in VR? What types of games do you want to play in VR? It goes to like social hangouts, PvP, co-op, traditional games converted to VR, which I was like, yes, very, very interested in how, that one. How did you get this survey, by the way? How did you get them to send? Did you just sign up to their newsletter on their site? So I didn't get the survey. Right. Okay. This is this is this is the fun part, right? Because when, whenever whenever Sony sends out a VR email, uh, I don't. I never get those. Never. Never. Oh, I, never, I never. get them. All. I I get them. I know. <laughs> I but don't. This was from Ubisoft, though. Right. I'm just saying, like, so you know, so who who the, who the hell knows how these lists are curated? But you just sign up. You just sign up on their website, probably. I used to be on Ubisoft's thing, and and I, I think I just haven't been an actor for a long time, or haven't in a long time. It might have been what happened to me too. So one of our one of our viewers uh, sent me the email, and so I was like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna go through, go right through, and answer all the questions, or see what all the questions are at least." So thank you, Chris. Okay, let's just get through the rest of the survey real quick. How often do you experience motion sickness when using your VR headset? In your Never. Opinion, in your opinion, what are the best things that a developer can do to eliminate or minimize motion sickness in VR games and experiences? Conversely, what are the worst things a developer can do that'll trigger motion sickness in VR games and experiences? You guys out there are all probably screaming answers <laughs> at your phone or your screen or whatever. <laughs> Trust me, I gave them the answers that you're yelling right now. Uh, so Hakuna Matata, we got that covered. Um, which which games offer the best locomotion options? Please please give us up to three examples. Uh, then they give me a huge list of games, not related at all to the games that you know were mentioned up to this point, like Beat Saber and Resident Evil Seven, just a whole list of, of VR games. Resident Evil Four VR does all sorts of different consoles. Um, and rate each of these one to ten. How and then it says, how interested would you be in seeing each of the following brands? Uh, Ubisoft brands adapted in VR, and it lists games like For Honor, Prince of Persia, Splinter Cell, Raving Rabbids, that's like zero, Watch Dogs, Ghost Recon, The Crew, Anno, which I'm not familiar with, Far Cry, Just Dance, uh, and Assassin's Creed. Now, when you're done with the survey, a message pops up, says, thank you for your participation. Your opinion matters to us, and we would love to continue this conversation with you in the following weeks. Would you be interested in sharing more about your experience with VR? experience with VR in a one hour online interview with Ubisoft teams. The discussion would happen on an evening, the second week of December. Now this, this went out to a lot of fucking people, man. Right. And there's a lot of people out there. Very, very excited about PSVR too. They're very excited about their quest. Very excited about their PSVR one. Right. I'm sure a lot of people, do you know how difficult it would be? Yeah. To get all of these people to agree to an NDA and like, uh, and at the same time, have there be repercussions for them breaking an NDA, right? Like if yeah. you and you and I break a, a, a non-disclosure agreement, there's repercussions. Like you know that they might not talk to us anymore. Like if you know, right. any anytime, anytime something's happening with Ubisoft, they're like, no, we're fucking blacklisted. But like the, oh, yeah. ca- the casual consumer, it's like they're just going to go buy the game anyway. Like who cares? They, they, you can't blacklist a casual consumer, not really, right? No, and so. And so the thing that stood out to me about this is, A, a ton of people probably got this invitation to talk about next-gen VR. And they specifically said that this would be happening on the second week of December. And I don't think you talk about next-gen VR without showing off certain things, saying, hey, this is something we're working on over here. Look at this over here. And the only two things that we're aware of that they're working on VR specifically are what Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed that are Oculus exclusives that, that are publicly aware of. Yes. Right. That, that we're aware of. Right. And so what, what they, they haven't shown off those at all. We know that they're in the works. And so we definitely expect those to be happening, but obviously if they were developing PSVR two launch titles, those can't be announced yet. We, I mean, we, we haven't seen, I, we, we know about PSVR two launch titles that, and they haven't been announced, right? This is, this is very, very interesting to me. This is saying the second week in December, why the second week in December, AJ, are they going to be talking about VR games with the casual consumer? Why? Well, it'll be interesting because right now it is rumored to be that PSVR two NGVR, uh, PS5 VR, whatever you want to call it, is supposed to be shown in December. And so 
it would make more sense that if they had stuff in the works that would line up with uh, with this announcement. There's there's a lot of things to keep our eyes on uh, next month um, because most people are aware that Sony earlier this year told us that there was going to be more to show from for the for the next gen of VR, right. and um, they basically told us that. And so we've been waiting, and there is one month left, and we haven't heard anything since, like, what, March? Um, and the biggest things that I can think of is a, a Sony event, the Game Awards, uh, and, and those are actually the two biggest things. A Sony event or the Game Awards uh, are, are the, the biggest possibilities. So hopefully something happens there, and then, you know, once – that gets once that happens, mm-hmm. then it's like the floodgates are open. Then so many people can start talking about, you know, the, unveil what they've been working on yep. and things like that. And uh, Ubisoft has a history of having, um, they had in the launch window for PSVR 1, they had Eagle Flight, mm-hmm. Werewolves Within, and Star Trek Bridge Crew. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, Eagle Flight and Bridge Crew did really, really well. Uh, Bridge Crew was a huge social multiplayer game for a long time. Eagle Flight sold really well uh, back in the day. And uh, Werewolves Within, I'm unsure about. I would imagine... Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know sales figures on Werewolves Within specifically, but I do know that people still play that game. It's like one of those games where there's, there's actually a website you can jump jump onto and see if if people are actively playing, like right now, if you want to play a game, like go to the website and see, and you'll see. Um, and there's always people playing. <laughs> it's really strange. Okay. And so yeah. it, I think all of Ubisoft titles did really well, and I do think that... I mean, yeah, they they have a history of being right there on day one, not just VR, but consoles in general. And so they obviously have these these PSVR two titles lined up, and I and I would be shocked if they weren't available for launch. Now, the thing is, is if we know that Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed are Oculus exclusives. Okay. Right. So like, we don't know what the, we don't know what the PlayStation's potential PlayStation exclusives that are in development are. Right. So take so take those off the table. Which what what do you think the PlayStation VR two uh, games in development are? And do you think that they're exclusives? Do you think Sony would let Oculus have all the fun when it comes to exclusives? Well, that survey might be a little telling of maybe they don't even know yet. Maybe they it could be early for some of these titles. That could be. If it's a launch window title, um, you know, I don't think I don't think exclusivity is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a huge deal for Ubisoft at launch mm-hmm. for for PlayStation VR two. Um, I think that's that's a tricky one. Um, but the potential is is a lot of stuff. I mean, PS five VR is going to have the capacity to to run a Far Cry or a Prince of Persia. A Prince of Persia game has been in development, I think, or maybe it's just a remaster uh, for a while. Uh, there's also stuff like um, like Rainbow Six Siege um, or Rainbow Six series. Uh, so there could be a first-person shooter. There could be Far Cry series. Uh, there could be other stuff uh, that is much larger scope and probably couldn't run on a quest. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think, to answer your question, no, I don't think it'd be exclusive. I think they would go the PlayStation and Steam route, hopefully. Yeah. I'm seeing, to, to me, I'm seeing, you know, there's, there's two different things I'm, I'm expecting. I, I expect them, they, they, they seem to love experimenting with VR, like trying out new things. You know, the, the multiplayer social aspect of it with Bridge Crew and Werewolves Within, the, the, the open world uh, of of eagle flight and just getting to soar around like a bird, which like I'm really like to this day hasn't really been matched quite that well, um, and so I, I I think I would expect that to see something that we've never heard of before, right? First and foremost, here's your PSVR two title can only be played in VR, and it's it's a VR experiment like we're trying something new and different. That's all you can only do in VR. Here you go, right? It's the next eagle flight, the next something or another. But I also fully expect them to be taking advantage of this hybrid initiative where were they not, you know, their, their next Assassin's Creed game, you know, Oculus might have the exclusive for a VR Assassin's Creed game. But when Assassin's Creed 19 comes out, I don't know what number they're up to, but I'm assuming it's close to that. There has to be that maybe this, this hybrid model will be 
hey, you can play on your flat screen on a flat screen third person dual sense controller, but then put your VR headset on, use your orbs first person, climb up the tree yourself, do all the parkour uh, as in Assassin's Creed yeah. first person. Uh, so I could totally see that being a thing too. Um, there's so many options here, uh, and and I kind of hope I kind of hope some some games that that came out for them that weren't received all that well might get a second chance. Um, like maybe yeah. like a division VR, division is, is Watch exactly Dogs VR. All of these yeah. would just make so much more sense in VR. They would feel like because these games felt like they were they sort of belonged in VR to begin with. Uh, and I think the multiplayer aspect of division would be amazing. And uh, and then like the open world idea of Watch Dogs and all the hacking would just be like so much more fun to do in VR without the menus. It's something more a little organic, you know, taking like little taking your cell phone off of your chest or out of your pocket or something like that, and just kind of doing everything manually rather than. Um, just pushing a bunch of buttons. So, is Just Cause made by Ubisoft? I thought that was. Twitch I thought that was published by. Square. Yeah, yeah, it's Square Enix. Yeah. Okay. Damn, you got me excited for a second, Twitcher. I was like, "What? Yeah, I would totally take <laughs> Just Cause in VR." Right. Right. So, so this is you know this is obviously we're, we're we're taking a bit of a leap here. I totally understand that. You know, I don't want people to be like, "Oh, this was clickbait." Um, in fact, like I actually actually heard there was not uh, an Oculus. I heard there was um, there were there were going to be Ubisoft games VR games shown uh, in December, and so maybe mixed messages, right? So at, per- at first I was like, yeah. oh wait a minute, I thought this was this was all connected, and I, but I think it's actually going to be separate. I think uh, I think the, the VR games that will be shown PSVR two games that will be shown will be at Sony's event. Whenever that is again, we're really fully expecting that to be first or second week in December. It is so right around the corner. So, so the deal is that anytime anything like this happens, even if it's just a simple Ubisoft survey about VR, man, I'm on top of it because it's all, all these things are like little puzzle pieces that add up to something bigger. And we're so right, close right. to it, man. We're counting down the days where like, we are less than a month away to really fully seeing what's what Sony's going to be giving us for next gen VR. And it's most likely. Yes. So <laughs> if insane. even it, look, let's say the, the rumor falls through and it doesn't happen next month. It, it wouldn't be much longer after that. I mean, we, it's got to happen sometime pretty soon um, that we have to see more They're They're on a timer now and they are, they are starting to fall behind and, and they need to, they don't have much longer before they can say something, before they really lose everybody. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Verizon in the chat says, I don't trust the hybrid push they're talking about. I feel like it gives them an out from building from ground up more than a, from being, you being will, built You will take up those PSVR hybrids and you will like it, Wolf Verizon. He says, I hope I'm wrong, yeah. but I always hope that. Um, this, is, this is part of that initiative. Like, you know, there's certainly been games you can play in VR like Resident Evil 7 that you can also play on the flat screen. That's not a hybrid game. Like that I think the push here isn't for more games like Resident Evil 7. The push is for more games that are easily switchable back and forth from VR to flat screen but feel VRAF, Shadow Legend, Saints yep. and Sinners kind of thing. Uh, and so that's that's the initiative. That's the push that Sony's talking about. It's not the- And they literally said that they want to still have them feel built from the ground up for VR. Yeah. And that's not going to be as hard to do with the Orbs controllers because yeah. that's going to be that's going to basically fix so many things um a big hurdle that thing is basically a dual sense broken in half and that's what it is so it is they know what they're doing man it's playstation man and they just they've been around forever and um there was something else i was going to say though yeah i was going to say when you talk about hybrids look at no man's sky no man's sky is was not intended to be a VR game, mm-hmm. but when you play it in VR, you would have a hard time knowing that this was designed for a controller because they really redesigned a lot of stuff. I was just having this conversation with Jay Meow. That is an example of of how you can get away with being a hybrid um, in VR and and feeling still feeling like it was built for VR. Right. Uh, it's possible. It's very doable. Yeah, very very doable. Uh, Gene. 
Hippolyte, I hope I pronounced that right in the chat, says the chip shortage is probably really affecting the release date of PSVR 2. Uh, only, yes. only in the sense that they, they can't get enough PS5s out there. The chip shortage shouldn't be affecting the PlayStation VR 2 specifically. Um, but yes, right. I- indirectly, because they want more as many PlayStation 5s out there as possible, yes. Um, yes, but, but you can, look, I know it takes a lot of work, but you can get a PS5. We didn't get, we weren't given, we're not affiliated with Sony. Right. We got, we went and worked our asses off. There are ways. It, it is hard to get a PS5, but there are ways to do it. I've got one. My girlfriend's got one. My, my best friends have got one. Mm-hmm. Brian's got one. Everybody, everybody you guys I know have that one. wants one has one now. Yes. Yeah. My, my friend, him and his wife, they have two PS5s in their household, and that is with, with three kids. Like, you can get one. It's just, it's just a little, it, it just takes a, a little savviness, is all. It does. It take, I mean, and time. Like, we don't, don't get us wrong. Like, we totally understand right. that this is a time commitment that you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to get one the first day you decide to get one. It's gonna take some time. We get that. Uh, just, you know, but, yeah. but if you really want uh, one, then. Then uh, put the work in and be patient. <laughs> don't don't give in the scalpers. That is uh, that's one of the things. Yeah, that, yeah. Don't want to give in yeah, the scalpers. Don't. And every day, and it's going to get easier every single day. Um, it you know even though it's a chip shortage, seems like it's going to last until uh, you know through next year. Uh, every day it'll still get easier. The people who want one right away at launch right now, who are willing to spend you know launch price money and you know not have a crazy library of games to play, that kind of shit. That 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 number of people, the early adopters, that 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 number is shrinking every single day because they're slowly getting one, and that, that as that number shrinks, the availability becomes higher. Um, a lot of people are waiting for the first price drop or the first remodel or PSVR two or plenty of other things or a specific game to come out. Uh, so uh, it will get easier, I promise. Um, I think that brings us AJ. Oh snap! To PSVR twenty questions. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, this is when one of us picks a PlayStation VR game and the other one has 20 yes or no questions along with help from the chat to figure out what game that is. You also go and put six minutes up on the clock. I'm thinking of the game today. AJ, are you ready? Cats, are you ready? Let's do this, Ryan. All right, go for it. Shit. Does it have DualShock 4 support? Yes. Does it have move support? Yes. Uh, does it have any other controller support? No. Okay. Uh, is it an action game? No. Is it a puzzle game? Yes. That's fine. It is a puzzle game. Use DualShock 4 and moves. And is a puzzle game. Do I like this puzzle game? Meh. <laughs> Meh. You're pretty middle of the road on it. I would say you like it less than I do, considerably. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if if somebody's like, does AJ like this game? I'd be like, no, probably not. Not really. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you acknowledge acknowledge that I don't like every puzzle game. <laughs> Um, we love puzzle games. We don't love all puzzle games. No, just the good ones. Um, uh, does it? Uh, is it uh, futuristic? No. Does it have a sci-fi setting, as Ian Stanbridge says? I, I probably should have said no. You know what? Well, go ahead. No. Yeah, I mean, futuristic sci-fi setting. I should, that's kind of a waste right there. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, <clears throat> is it a horror game? No. Okay. Let's see. So it can't be like Transpose or something. It uses uh, – there's so many. Static doesn't use the moves – um, it would have been so much easier if he just said uh, if it's easy or not, or if I liked it or not. <laughs> Definitive answer. <sighs> um, I'm gonna go with GC13 Diet Pepsi Cat. Does it have a cartoony look? Uh, yes. Has this developer made other games, PSVR games? Yes. It's eleven. Is it made by Shell Games? 
No. Not shell games. Okay. It's 12. Okay. So the developer has made other PSVR games. Does it have a story like sci-fi game cut Henry says? A good story. Or a story. Uh, not a good story. No. Um, okay. this, the story is okay. very minimal. Let's put it, let's put it that way. Because there is a story. But it's minimal. Bogey Cat Productions. Is it on, has it been on the top 25 list? No. Ooh, that's not good. Um, ooh, okay. I think Fred F. That's good. That's a good guess, but I think uh, that's kind of cartoony. How much time is left? Two minutes and thirty six seconds. Two minutes and thirty six seconds. Uh, Roy Schwartz says, "Do, do you have hands?" In the game. No. That's 15. You don't have hands in the game. So it has move controllers, but you don't have hands. Do you shoot pigs? This sci-fi game. He's done Angry Birds, so I would... You can't be Angry Birds again. Um, And I don't think that uses move support. Um, Angry Birds does have move support, but are we talking... Other the... Only the second one has... Dual shock, I think, um, and and and, it, I, and I will say, I will say that uh, before we started the show, I said I think that we maybe have done this one before, maybe have not. Um, Is it based on a popular IP? No, sixteen. Damn it! You tricked me. I, I mean, stop, stop saying good dog, bad dog in the chat and help me, you guys. All, all you what can think about wrong now, with listen, I'm going to give you a question back because um, because of the futuristic sci-fi one. <laughs> so, but hurry up because you only got a minute and 20 seconds left. Minute, 20 seconds. Uh, you said futurist, it is futuristic sci-fi? No, I'm giving I'm, it's not. I'm giving you the question back because futuristic and sci-fi were the same question. Oh, OK, OK. But you only got a minute. Um, so, that was so kind of an up. accident. Oh, shit. Um, OK. How many questions left, too? Five. Five questions left. Four, okay, four guys, and a guess. come on. Four and a guess. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Did it come out in the first year of PSVR? No. Um, they've made other stuff, guys. They've made other stuff. Stop saying, is this bad dog, good dog? You guys are going to ruin this. You guys are going to, to mess this up for me. Uh, for us. For us. They help you so um, frequently, so eventually they have to ruin it for you. Do you like... Oh, you said you do like this game, kind of. So it can't be squishies. Good try, though. Good I like try. it more than you. Uh, you like it more than me. Um, wind, wind. Uh, do you shoot anything in the game? Uh, I, th- I think maybe like once, uh, but it's it's not a gameplay mechanic. No, mm. it's more of a. It's, I think, if you, if I think you do. It's a puzzle because of the puzzle. I think Tumble was a launch game, uh, Xenomorph. Uh, you have hands of prison boss. You get two more in a uh, guess, and you only get ten seconds. Ten seconds. Uh, do you have pause? Do you control vehicles? Uh, no and no. Uh, vacation sim. It is not vacation simulator. Damn. In fact, this Good game time. came to us time not time. not from Alchemy Labs, but Fast Travel Games brought us curious tale of the stolen pets. What? That's cartoony. That's why I said yes. It's very. It is cartoony. You also you also guessed you also guessed vacation sim so so um, somebody no somebody in the chat said curious tale and I said no because that's cartoony. Did you say yes when I asked cartoony? I yeah. thought you said no. No, I definitely said yes. What the hell's chat? Did he say yes? We need some fact checkers here. Did I screw up? I thought he said no when I asked cartoony. But now, but I don't even remember. Nick Mueller says, we told you he said it was cartoony, AJ. <laughs> he said it was cartoony. He said, yes, Damn everybody it. in the chat is on my side. All right. Oh, well, I would have had that, man. Well, ha- oh, half shit. the game is asking questions and the other half is listening to the answer. Damn. So. I was so thrown <laughs> off by good dog, bad dog. That's all I could think about. God damn it. Shit! I somebody said somebody said Curious Tale of Stolen Pets, and I was like, "That's a really good one." But he said it wasn't cartoony. Oh, f- I, th- I think Sorry. during that That's question, we were also talking about Angry Birds and other things, and so I was trying to like we, we were answering other questions uh, when you brought that up again. So, oh, uh, son that, of a bitch! 
Yeah. You you guys, you got to stop saying good talk, bad. <laughs> can we just go back to pretending that game doesn't exist? That's all I can think about right now, and it's killing me. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, listen, there's a there's a ton more news that like we didn't even get to today. There's a huge sale going on in the PlayStation Store right now for PlayStation VR games. It is a PlayStation VR game sale. It's like PSVR Part 2 because like, we just had Part 1 like last month or something. Um a lot of games to talk about. Uh, I'm going to do my best between now and uh, Friday to get a, a sale video out there. Uh, we'll see. I got to see exactly how big the sale is. I know it's really big, um, so uh, so we may or may not may not happen. But I'm also going to get my Yuki review out tomorrow. Uh, we got some dreams games that I want to play, all based on AJ's recommendations. Uh, so make sure you go subscribe to AJ at PSVR Underground. Make sure you check out all the games he's recommended. He's streamed a bunch. He's recommended a bunch in a in a, in a video. Check out the uh, that Reddit link where he. Um, Post his Actually, I can in post dreams. It. Do, please do post I'll it in the chat again. Yes, indreams.me uh, link right with all the uh, with all of his recommend recommended dreams. You should be playing in VR. Uh, so lots and lots of good dreams yeah. to play. Guys, go buy. Don't dreams. waste your money. Yeah, don't waste your money on Ionia. Like, yeah, these games are free and they're better than most of the shit you pay for. Go Absolutely. go play them. Yep, and spend, support the, the creators. Spend 15, 20 bucks, whatever it takes you to get your hands on dreams, and uh, and then go play a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, <laughs> Ian Stanbridge wants me to do Good Dog, Bad Dog again soon. What was that? Was that last week? It was very, very recently. Uh, guys, thank you all so much. So many people out there. We we really appreciate all of your help. Jay Meow, all the mods, of course, that work, that work over here and over on Discord. Guys, join Discord. Uh, the link's in the description. Uh, make sure you hang out with us for the giveaways, for the conversations, for everything that we do over there. Um, uh, of course, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who does all of the timestamps for this every single time. Dude, dude's insane. I can't believe he's so good at it. He's my Jeremy the NES rookie. He's mine. He's all mine. You can't have him. Uh, and, of course, thank you to everybody who hung out in the chat today. Thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who helped AJ out during uh, 20 questions. He needed a lot more help. Uh, and, of course, uh, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. Some, some of them were on your side, too, clearly. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Nothing. Let's ask, let's ask Alberto Mapum El Game Gato. May we cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I when we will see you on Friday. Fred F uh, says he loves the timestamps. Shout out to Sci Fi Game Cat Henry, Bogey Cat Productions, Farpoint for Life, Guys on Fist Bump to you. Shades of Grey Matter, thank you so much, man. Mark Dallas, Lana Dude, Bob Zerkoff, the Underground Game Cat Elite Name Squad in the house tonight. GC13, that Pepsi Cat, get back to work. Your Seriously. fun time is over. <laughs> Mr. Game Cat Canaveral. <laughs> love you. No, I really love you, man. No, I love you, man. Mr. Game Cat Canaveral. No, no, no. I love you, man. Robert the Game Cat, congrats on your new PS5 this weekend. Can't wait for you to check out these dreams I've been talking about. Giant No Pockets, a.k.a. Hater. Who that? Game Cat says sci-fi fist bump. Virtual Strangers West in the house tonight. What up, my dude? Uh, uh, hack the Game Cat. I knew it was lit up in here. Alberto, my bomb, the game gato, guy got cojones, Gabriel, 004, the license mail, game cat, Brax, bro, uh, the secrets of, good to see you, homie, Mark Pringles Leaf, we all know the origin story behind that name now, and it feels so good, doesn't it, <laughs> Hilarium Drew, BR, Dan Kiefer, X, Pacer, X, uh, let's see, uh, who else is in here, I, I know, Larry Chu, Larry Chu, 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 oh, he says, sale, <laughs> sale, Sale. <laughs> you gonna do a sale video? We're gonna do a Friday. I'll do my best, man. I'll do my best. We'll see how the, we'll see how the rest of the week pans out. I, I don't want to make promises. David the Game Cat runs Stingray X. Take it easy, guys. Distracted Game Cat. Uh, do you have pause, AJ? No. I mean, yes. Yeah, sure. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> Game Cat. One of these days it'll be Marvels. Don't you worry. <laughs> Hang in there, big guy. Has it never been Marvels? No, it's never been Marvels. Oh, no, God. we're gonna do that last once we go through all. Other 520-something games. Well, now you've given it away. During the yep. last show, we know it's Marvels. Yep. Nice. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. Go hump your brains out, and we'll try to hump you with some... I, some of you already did, I see. Some PSVR. Woo! Some PSVR liquid knowledge. <laughs> <laughs>